0: Uh, Happy, New Happy New Year! You know, it's good to see everybody and uh, I hope uh, Santa made a visit. or uh, You know, you had some good potato luckies. But um, it's good to see everybody. I just want to open with a couple of thoughts uh, to get us going, okay? Um, we're headed in the right direction. I really believe that. Um, we've had a year. We've, uh, we've done a lot of different types of things. Obviously, we've done a, a pretty extensive overhaul with the roster. We talked about, uh, we, you know, we consistently talked about culture and building a winning culture. And, and, and again, it's a team that had to learn how to win again. Um, so I, I feel really good about the, the, the foundation that we've started to lay. Not happy with 5 and 11. Nobody is. But I feel good about where we're headed. You know, there's, there's eight franchises right now looking for head coaches. And, you know, the common theme coming out of them was they need, they need to, to get in the right direction. Well, I feel very strongly and very good about it. And, and it's easy for me to say it to you people that we are headed in the right direction. Um, as far as the team's concerned, uh, I've told you guys this and, 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 uh, and I mean it. There isn't a day that doesn't go by that I don't ask myself the question. Have, have have me and the personnel people given Pat, and the coaches enough players to win with? I ask that question of myself all the time, because roster building is a 12-month deal. You you don't just the season doesn't begin. and This is the 53, and this is the 10 guys on a practice squad, and away we go. And and you know so you you have to constantly evaluate what you're doing. So like I said, roster building is a 12-month season, and I. And and I I'm very conscious of that. Um, like I said, we had a significant overhaul this year. By the end, I think we had on the Varsity, uh, we had like 13 guys with uh, that had an NY on their lid last year. That's it. That's a pretty extensive uh, overhaul. Um, so um and not every move is going to work out. Oh by the way, as we've seen. Uh, but at the other the other part of it is you've seen that. If it's not working we're not I, I I don't believe I believe in that definition of insanity you know keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result it's true so you, you've also seen that you know we make a decision it's not working we will make a change so uh, again I you know we still have roster work to do I'm not going to deny that for a moment and then the last thing I want to talk about excuse me before I take your questions just to get you know, just to get it out there, just so you guys understand. Is that Everybody else's phones off? Okay. The uh, Eli and I had a very extensive conversation on Monday. Um, no holds bad. Uh, he, he took me in the low post and won, but You know, the bottom line is it was a very honest and upfront conversation. I'll keep what was said private between he and I. But in terms of any question you're going to ask me today. okay, just so you understand. We will do what's in the best interest of the New York football Giants. That's the way we've operated since I walked in the door. And that's the way we will continue to operate. What we're trying to do here is build, sustained success. And that takes some brutal honesty and it takes some tough decisions, okay? So, and then finally, just as a quick reminder, don't ask me about contracts, don't ask me about negotiations, don't ask me about any of that stuff because I'm just not gonna respond, okay? All right, let the games begin. Dave, how do you evaluate The quarterback position, when you look at a one and seven start to the season and then four wins over the second half of the year, three of which against backup quarterbacks, Uh, when Eli seemed to play better, but the pressure was essentially off at that point after the one and seven start. How do you you weigh those? Uh, Well, you know, first of all, okay, I don't want to hear about backup quarterbacks. We played backup quarterbacks. We went four and four in the second half. Here's what I would say to you, okay, when you have a new when you're bringing in and in, installing a new offense, you're looking at four to six weeks before everybody's really on the same page, and it's really the outliers. It's six. Hey, Gary, how you doing? I didn't see you. It. It's you know it's it's going to be out the outside of six. We were having all line issues, weren't we? Okay, in that first half, we you know we made changes, uh, and I think that's part of it that. You know, you've got a comfort factor in terms of, you know, you're on the same page, um, you know, the offense is on the same page, and you've also got a comfort factor in that the O-line, you know, getting in Jamon, you know, putting Chad out there, claiming Jamon, and, you know, Jamon came in at the bye. You know, that's when we got him. So doing those kinds of things kind of, that settled everything down, the combination of those two, and I think that's the reason that, you know, the offense, you know, started to, you know, click. I, I, I almost fell down when they told me we scored more points than anybody else in the division, which kind of blew my mind. I mean, I somebody swore, they they swore to it, so I hope I'm not lying to you. You know, we, we, you know, um, it's, it's the, the distance that the offense came from week one to week 16. You know, you think of the points, you know. What, what the backup quarterback that we played against, for example, in Chicago, he didn't play defense. Okay, and the other back, whoever, the Washington, those guys weren't on the defense; they were on the offense. So you asked me an offensive question. Okay, so at the end of the day, between the, the fact that they were able to get comfortable with each other and we settled the offensive line down, you know, it, it, we scored points. I mean, guys, it was. I saw, a, I saw a graphic. I think we averaged 27 to 28 points a game in the last half of the year something like that I don't know, but you know, so Does that answer your question? Is that fair? I want to be fair. I want to be me anybody else, okay <laughs> I'm sorry Jordan. Are you committed to having Eli back next year Jordan? Here's what I'm committed to do. I'm committed to have making the best decision for the, in the interest of the New York football giants. That's what I'm committed to do. We're in the evaluation process, okay? I know that, you know, you guys want answers now, but very frankly, I didn't come in yesterday. So I've got, I've got to do what I do, which is get in my office and watch film. We will meet just, uh, you know, we're gonna meet this week with the coaches and get their evaluations. We'll meet next week with pro personnel and get their evaluations and you know get their you know feelings on everything that's our schedule and i will be watching film for the next who knows how long till my eyes bleed all right that's that's what i do so my commitment is to make this team the best team it can be and if and if that happens to have eli playing quarterback it does why do, do you feel good about the foundation what do you feel good about this team though? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. And I know that I said this before when we had our little fireside chats during the season and you guys looked at me like I was a little off. Okay, I feel good for, because number one, winning in the NFL is not easy, it's hard. Winning a game in the NFL is hard. If anybody tells you any difference, they've never played they don't know the game it's it's very difficult to go 1 and 7 for the first half of the year and to lose a number of close games i think we tied for the league lead with 12 games decided by a touchdown or less and it would have been 13 if the saints didn't score that late touchdown so to lose games like that b1 and 7 and to have the types of practices we were having where there was focus there was energy there were you know you know things every, things were getting accomplished and the proof was in the pudding by what we did in the last 8 games that's what encourages me Barry that's why I think the foundation is right. You didn't have any of the crap going on in the locker room that happened last year. There is nobody in this room that can argue with me on one point. This team did not quit. It was competitive as hell. And that's, a bit, that's the start. Dave, you um, said you almost fell down when someone told you you, know, you, led, the lead, you led the division in points. Um, did you almost fall down when someone told you that you gave up the most points? No. So that was evident to you. What's it? Well, that's why you're five and that's why you're five and eleven. <laughs> what do you think the main reason five and eleven is? Well, I think we've got to, we've got to continue to improve. We've got to continue to improve. You know, we had. Uh, you know, it's 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 tough when you when you know. It, it's not easy. To win games when you don't have playmakers, we need we need to improve the defense, guys. Just like I was looked you right in the eye last year and told you we got to fix this O line. We've got it. We've got to get better on the defensive side. Dave, you inherited. I'm sorry. You inherited two big contracts with Olivier Vernon and Janoris Jenkins. How would you evaluate those two the way they played this year and right. moving forward? What I'm gonna tell you is I haven't. This is what I'm gonna do the next two weeks. I, my, my personal feeling is the biggest mistakes are made when you're emotional. And when the season ends, you're emotional and you're mentally cooked. So until I start watching the film, which is gonna to start today, I, I really can't, you know, answer that, that, that question, it's not fair you look at the moves you made last offseason, do you think you misjudged how close this team was to being competitive? I didn't misjudge it at all because, you know, people, that's been asked before, and I've thought about that. I had had no illusions of, of what we were, none, none. You tell me why you think I misjudged it. Well, I mean, I guess just, if you know you're gonna be a rebuilding process, you bring back an old, you don't draft a quarterback, you trade, you give up a draft pick for Ogletree, you bring in older veteran free agents, and those, those types of things. Well, you gotta, you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. But by the end of the year, we had one of the youngest teams in the league. So, it, it, you know, listen, nobody likes losing, nobody. Anybody in here like losing? You wanna raise your hands? Nobody likes to lose. Okay? So what you have to do when you come in is you evaluate what you have and you say to yourself, remember I've told you guys, I'm on that tightrope. And me and a 2-2 on a tightrope ain't pretty. Okay? But it's the tightrope of you want to win now, you want to get those wins now, because you got a coaching staff whose fannies are on the line every Sunday and you want to set the team up, the franchise up for sustained success. So you know, we made we sat back, we made the decisions we made last year, and here we are. And there's there's some there's some good stuff, and there's some stuff we got to fix. Dave, I understand what you're saying about not wanting to commit to uh, not to make judgments about players without looking at film, this year though, last year at this time though, you were very committed to Eli Manning. You said that what you saw late in the season wasn't a mirage. I'm just curious. Is there a chance that we'll, there will be another starting quarterback start next season for, for the New York the, the, Listen, there's a chance you, you and I are going to get hit by a bus, Steve. You know, I, you know it's, it's – we're going to do what's, what's, what's in the best interest. We're going to look at film. We're going to evaluate everything. Everything's on the table for us. Everything is on the table for us. Okay? Do you have to reevaluate your evaluation process when you look back at – the evaluation process that led you to jonathan stewart and patrick Omame. do you have to do some self-scouting and maybe go into this off season a little differently it, than how it, you might have viewed it it will go into this season differently because we have different issues okay one of the biggest issues we had last year that we had a fix was what the locker room and both jonathan stewart and patrick Omame are true professionals and they were brought here for a specific purpose besides they were brought here, you know, for other reasons than they're playing. Okay, so just understand that. We feel like we've turned that corner, and especially with this rookie class. Saquon's unique. Okay, I stood up here, and you guys watched me drool all over myself in the pre-draft. Right, Paul? It wasn't pretty. Well, it was ugly, wasn't it? Well, things happen. I should have won a bib from Joe Stonecrap. Okay, my point is, He's he's unique and he's special, and so isn't Will Hernandez and B.J. and Lorenzo and R.J. Still growing up, you know physically. Kyle's you know in, in a different position because in a different spot because of the quarterback position. But this is all part of the process. We'll continue to vet guys out. We're only going to bring quality people in this in, in here that hate to lose. So that that'll stay the same. So obviously different. It's a different. We're different from where we were 12 months ago. We're in a different place. So we'll do things. To, you know, we'll approach things somewhat differently. When you evaluate when, when you, evaluate, uh, when you uh, evaluate Eli Manning, go. Dave, so I'm so sorry. Last last year when you evaluated Eli Manning, you you hadn't seen him play throughout the season. Maybe. Right. So you had to rely on the film. You've seen him take every snap this season. You've seen him in practices. Why do you need to go back to the film to? to form an opinion on what you just saw over the last four or five months? I never want to, I always want to be right. I always, Tom, it's, it's. you know, you always want to be, you, know, you always want to have your whole cut. And that's me. That's just my nature. I'm a film junkie. And there are things that I'll remember that that he, that, that happened that, you know, oh my gosh, you know. I, that's me. And I, I'm very, understand this. And I think I've said this to you guys before. I am very intentional about how I operate. Very intentional. Methodical. Some people call me an alta cucka. you know, whatever you want to say. But that's just the way I am. I, I, I've been that way my whole career in the NFL. Very methodical about film watching and thinking about things and making decisions. I'm very intentional. That's why I say, Yes, I watched every snap, but I want to watch the film and I want to have time to breathe. You said that you and Eli- I'm sorry, Patty. When you go back and you do this evaluation, obviously, you know, you got guys like Eli Manning who have been playing 15 years. You got some other guys who have been playing a couple years. When you do your evaluation and base it on everything, are you looking ahead or are you looking back at the entire body of work in terms of what they've done in the past, injury history, and all that stuff. You know, you turn around, you know, obviously it's different. When you're looking at older players, you're looking early, middle, and late, you know, did they fade? You know, when you're looking at younger guys, you're looking for early, middle, and late, did they improve? You know, that's what you're looking for. Um, So it is a little different. You know, I I remembered, uh, okay, I'm really gonna date myself. Back in 2000, when we brought in those three offensive linemen, Lomas Brown and Glenn Parker and Dusty, I looked at you know the big question for me on Lomas was what was he play, playing like in December, because Lomas was, you know, he turns you know Lomas was long and lean. He wasn't a power player. He was an athlete. He was an athletic tackle. So that's what you know. So I wanted to see is Lomas the same player in December that he was in September. So you, you when you got older guys, you got to do that. You got to see if they are if fading on you. So that's why Tom. I will look and look and look and look until I have the puffs of white smoke coming out of my ears or my head or whatever. Dave, Pat Shermer has, um, um, to us anyway, has been very supportive of Eli, saying he thinks he's got years left, uh, you know, leadership, experience, makes the throws, all that stuff, and, and pointed out that in the last eight games, the offense scored a lot of points with Eli. Um, how much will you take that into your evaluation of Eli, that the head coach seemingly wants this guy back? It's part of it. You know, it's it's uh, this is not a dictator i'm a i really paul i'm a big believer in collaboration i'm not a dictator i'm not um you know i mean these are conversations you know you know that you're going to have you know with pat that's why i say we're going to hear the coaches what they have to say we're going to to talk to the pro guys what do they have to say and then we're all you know i'll get my work done and then we'll get together and, and formulate a plan you know but obviously it's part of it paul I mean you can't you know uh, and you know Pat's had a lot of success with quarterbacks so I'm certainly going to listen. When you and Pat, Eli had that conversation I'm sorry when you and Eli had that conversation Monday did the two of you come to conclusions or did you leave it as the fluid situation that you're portraying it to us I'm leaving it we left it at that We had a very we had a great conversation he's so a he's it. a match when you watch this team on Sundays and I know you want to watch the film but when you've watched this team every Sunday what is your evaluation of your offense with and without Odell what difference is that oh so he didn't play the last four games right listen you can't it, it's it, the bottom line is he's a you know you want him on the field <laughs> you know I have this crazy idea that, you know, he's a great player, so let's get him on the field. But unfortunately, he got the leg whip, and those calves can be funny things. They really can. Um, So, you know, the offense did what it did with him, and it did what it did without him. Steve, you, as good as Barkley was this year. When, when Wait, you, let, let, sorry. Good. You guys obviously made a huge financial commitment to Odell Beckham just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Are you committed to him being here in 2019, or are you open to trade ideas or anything with him as well? <laughs> we didn't sign him to trade him, if that's what you're asking me. So he'll be here. You hear what I said, Dave? Um, So a year ago, you stood there and left very little doubt that you were committed to Eli. I mean, you were very strong about that. And Pat was a couple weeks later at his press conference. Today you're saying you're going to do what's in the best interest of the Giants. Does that indicate a change in your feeling and commitment to Eli? No. No, it isn't. You know, Gary, it's funny. Last year, you know, that was the question. You know, that was the question. But it it, it was – if you think about it, okay, the guy was running for his life last year. Okay, this year we calmed it down. You know, once we once we got rolling, once everybody got comfortable with the offense, I mean, Eli had, you know, if, if you're going to look at stats, it wasn't too shabby what he did. You know, obviously we want to win more games, and 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 you know we've got to we've got to continue to improve the roster. How did he look to you in December? In December? I don't know. He looked we scored 36, scored you know, 35, 27, scored 40. How'd that look? <clears throat> you know? He's he still he still can make the NFL throws. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Steve, he can still make NFL throws. He still got it. That that part. What would to you would be the ideal scenario at quarterback? Going into next season, would it be Eli and a first-round pick, Eli and bringing another young player, Eli and a and a veteran free agent, or just turn the page? Gary, yeah, I can't answer that question because I I don't know what the field I don't know what the field is right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the field is. How, about this? How important is it for you to address the quarterback of the future of this team this offseason? Is you, that a priority, or is that something that you? Think you can, you can't think let, let, right. let me let me tell you something jordan okay if you make something a priority you will make a mistake it's got to be within the flow of what you're doing you can't force it especially a quarterback that's why you guys look you know the guys in carolina looked at me like i was out of my mind you guys have looked at me. We're take, You get in the draft, you're taking the best player. You're, ta- you're not taking, I need a, so I'm taking a. No. You do that, you're going to make a mistake, you're going to screw it up. You're going to screw it up. The, the Giants, Giants have, have had one winning season in, in their last six. I'm sorry? The Giants have had one winning season in their last six. Right. What is your message to Giants fans right now? Well, the message is, we've, you know what I've said to you before, we're, in, we're going in the right direction. We had a lot of competitive games, and we're getting better, and we're going to continue to fix this. Dave, what Dave. is Kyle's future here? Are you still as high as him on him as you well, were? you know, we drafted him in the fourth round. He, he did some nice things at training camp. You know, he you know did something silly in, in uh, Hoboken or Fort Lee or wherever the hell it was, you know, and uh, Weehawken, thanks. You know, did something silly there. You know, he's developing, he's like anybody else. You know, again, I'm gonna be be a little bit of a a jerk here maybe to some of you. You know, how many of you guys wrote Pulitzer winning articles your first year as reporters? You did not, Steve, you're lying. (laughs) Pinocchio, Pinocchio. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But you you understand what I'm saying? he's, He's a kid. I'm a kid, you're kids, we make mistakes. All right, well, none of us are perfect. Hopefully we learn, you know? So to answer your question, you know, Kyle's Kyle's a, a work in progress, just like me. Dave, we're gonna go when about you, five more minutes. Dave, gotcha. when you traded snacks, I believe one of the reasons you said was so the young guys could get some valuable playing time. How would you assess what they did with that playing time? Well. You know, the, when we traded Snacks, part of the issue, you know, when Snacks was here, he's playing the one, we had Dalvin playing the three, and B.J. playing the five techniques. Well, Dalvin's a one technique and B.J.'s a three. So, you know, I'm very pleased with the change, I, to answer your question. You know, it, it, it's, you know, B.J. came a long way to have, you know, it's, you know, the Pass rush is critical, as as I've stated a million times. As we all know, B.J. had I think five and a half sacks, so he's getting you know he made made some progress inside. Excuse me, Dalvin did you know what he does at the at the one? So for us, it worked out because and and those young guys are getting snaps. The only way they're going to get better. There's a theory out there that young guys once they hit. Once they get to the 5,000 snaps, that's when they're really ready to rock and roll, and that includes practice and game snaps and all that. So, I don't know if I subscribe to it, but I'm just throwing it out there for whatever. Dave, you said earlier I think one of the things about Eli being here is on him making the best decision for the New York Giants. I'm sorry. I thought I thought I heard you say one of the on whether Eli will be here. It's on him making the best decision. No, on you. So would that decision, though, involve money? Can he have the talent to play here, but if he makes too much money, he can't be here? Tom, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go down there. You know, it's, it's go, go down that road with you. You know, it, it's, I mean, obviously part of the, you know, the salary cap is players are not in vacuums when it comes to that salary cap. Nobody's in a vacuum. Okay, you don't say, okay, so I'm going to sign this guy. i got to sign this guy. I gotta No, I mean, wait a minute. you got to look at your cap situation. So, But I'm not going to go there on, on, you know, not going there. Dave, Eli's father told ESPN the other day that if Eli wants to come back, that you guys need to win. He can't go through another season like this. As you sit behind closed doors and talk to Eli, can you guarantee to him that you will have a winning team and a good enough team for him to want to continue to play here? Pat, really and truly, can anybody guarantee anything like that? Really. You know, all you Yankee fans thought you were going to win 162 games this year. You know? I knew better. (laughs) All kidding aside. You can't guarantee that. There's no way. I wouldn't guarantee that to anybody. You know? Do you understand his point? Do I understand his point? Whose point? No, because Archie didn't tell me. How do, how do you respond to what sort of continues to be ongoing idea that you should have taken the quarterback, regardless of how great Saquon and his rookie season are? Uh, you know, I, 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 I respond to it by saying, again, you're going to take the best player available. You, you start reaching, you're going to get into trouble. This was us, and I'll say it again, Kim, us taking Saquon was, a referen- was not a referendum on the quarterbacks. It was a referendum on Saquon, on the player he is and the person he is. And if I, if I was in that situation a hundred times, I'd draft him a hundred times into this offseason with your hog mollies is this you have sold or you have Hernandez do you feel like the other three guys could be your starting line next well year or here, or you, is it a big emphasis this offseason here's, here's what I would say first of all don't forget Pio <laughs> don't forget John you know he went down you know in the, unfortunately in the second game he was he was playing the best of anybody you know so don't forget about Pio I am always going to keep Working on those lines, on those groups, you cannot have enough hog mollys. You can't, you can't, because people get hurt. You can't have enough. So I will always, you know. People looked at me in '13. We took defensive tackle in the first round, defensive tackle in the second round, and they were saying, I mean, I had people, you know, people saying, and maybe they're right. Gettleman has no idea what he's doing. You know, so I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna do that. I, why is this off season and the evaluation we need to do and the draft process and everything else different than year one for you? What is different about this process? I think I think what's different is, you know, we've got a better understanding of what Pat and his coaching staff are looking for because you're looking for scheme fits. We were, last year was not easy, guys, because we're, conv- you know, we're moving to that three-four look, that type of three-four that that Jimmy was, you know, wants to, you know, is we're going to play, and it's a, There are different style players at, and you can't. I mean, you fit in a, you know, a, a square hole and a round peg is, you know, a, round, a square peg in a round hole. I, know knew I'd get it. Steve, be patient. But, You know, uh, that's part of it. You know, we'll, we have a better understanding of. Of what the coaches are looking for, and 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 it makes it it, it makes it big. When I went to Carolina, it was a four-three. We played a four-three here for years, so for me it wasn't a big deal, you know. And the and the you know the offense is not a big deal, but it's it's really the defense that that's different. So it is fair to say the challenges last year were especially on the defensive side of the ball than we were offense. Exactly, and you can only trade out so many guys. Some, you know, you, you know, blow the whistle, 11 guys got to go out there. At least you want 11 out there, you know, so. Dave, the records get attached to head coaches, obviously. Um, Pat Shermer's 5-11 in his first year with the Giants. Um, did you see any wavering in, in your mind that he's the right guy for this? You know, anything moving forward? You know, because, like I said, his first year, the record's bad. The paw you know, none at all. <laughs> not at all if anything it reinforced my feeling about him a year ago you know when we went through the interview process you, you know it's it's it was the steadiness it was the message it was like I, like I said to you we're one in seven and we have two practices during the bye week that I mean I I just was kind of amazed and it's again, I don't I don't know that. I don't know that I mean, you guys may gloss it over, but I, I don't know that you can really appreciate because, you, you know, you're there and then you're gone. You know, you watch stretch, you watch. and So what are you guys there, 15 minutes? You know, for cocktail and you're gone, OK? So but to stand there for the next hour and 40 minutes, I wish you could have seen it. And just the the way he kept them, the the Pat and the coaches kept everybody on task, going in the right direction, understanding that, you know, we were to a certain degree, maybe we were the little engine that could, you know, we kept pushing that thing up the hill. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind, he's the right guy. Why do you, last one, last one. Why did you feel the need to have an honest and I forget what word you used. Straightforward. Yeah, straightforward conversation <laughs> with Eli There's, when you. Well, first, you know, the, 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 I have this crazy idea that I'm always going to be honest and straightforward. Okay, so, <laughs> and sometimes that gets me into trouble, but we won't go there. Um, you know, Eli came in and he wanted to talk, and I just have this, like I said, crazy idea that if a guy asks me questions, I'm going to be honest with him. And we, you know, so I it wasn't like he was called to the principal's office, he came to see me. And why do you call him a What's that, because he is. He's just, the way he carries himself, the way he, who he is as a person, the way he he respects the game. Um, I mean, any reason, Steve, that we call, you know, you you know men in your life that you know, they're not matches. I mean, you know what a match is. But there's no, um, there's no deviousness. There's no duplicitousness. None of that stuff. He's a match. Someday, I hope to be a match. Sure. you mentioned this. You know, the, oh, the state of the organization, the the roster. I mean, and, uh, you know, 13 players only left over. Do you look at it as a rebuild or? or how realistic is it that this team? Is it a multi-year process you're in before you get back to being a Super Bowl contender? You know, Jordan, I I, I just hate the word rebuild. You know what I mean? I don't ever want it. You you just you just keep going. You just keep building. It, it's really what you're trying to. What really what we're doing here. You're trying to, you know, we're doing our best to accumulate the talent that fits our schemes and that understands how to play the game and hates to flip and lose. That's what it really is all about. And we're going to continue to, you know, do this and get it right. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it.